You're listening to the Property Nomads podcast, your one-stop shop for property, business, and travel-related content, tying it all together to help guide you towards success. If you like the podcast, please share with others, subscribe, and leave us a review. So get your gear together and let's get going. Hello and welcome to another episode with a special guest today. So today we have Natalie Bailey joining us. How are you doing, Natalie? Very well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Good. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Pleasure. We have been talking about this for a while, actually, haven't we? So it's been a long time. It's about time we yeah. got the yeah uh, got the interview done. It's nice to be in the same country as once. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. Good. Right. Well, for for those who don't know, yeah, do you want to talk a bit about yourself and how you got into business and where you are now? Yeah. So obviously, um, as you said, my name's Natalie Bailey. I am in property with my mum, Paula Bailey. So we co-founded Bailey Enterprises Property a couple of years ago now. And we develop homes to help the housing crisis that is so prevalent in the UK. But we're also on a mission to combat loneliness. Um, And that's because the more and more we looked into things as we were changing our lives and getting into the whole entrepreneurship and setting up business, we found it quite difficult. It's very isolating. And the more and more we looked into that, we found that it was a very big problem. So there were 9 million people in the UK that have spoken out about being lonely. And that is more than the entirety of London. Wow. If you think about it in geographical terms, that's... Pretty big, isn't it? Pretty big. So we thought why not to use property as a vehicle to help bring people together so our message is better together and helping people to network effectively build relationships um, have more confidence in themselves which is where the other side of the thing the other things that i do um comes into yeah into play um but it's using property as a vehicle for that to bring that whole message together about you know bringing people together creating homes and bringing disused buildings back to life because yeah. buildings need love too don't they indeed they do especially around york york's a beautiful place where we are today actually and yeah the the characteristics in these properties are just amazing it's phenomenal like yeah. the the features the architecture is just so nice so on that hand we um, run a service accommodation business as well as the developments and i've just seen them as well just yep. walk me around and they're beautiful gotta say Thank very, you very good much. deals yeah yeah so we're looking forward to them going live um this week's really manic with putting things together and um there's some jvs going on there as well so that's the other side of things being able to work well with other people yeah and you know create those win-win situations for as cliche as that sounds it actually it works you yeah. know we've got investors we've got partners and um, it provides jobs and income for people providing the services you know utilities furniture like the lot it's just the whole it's the whole thing isn't it so so in terms of like the coaching and stuff then so what made you and obviously you mentioned earlier that you know there's kind of a gap in the market because people are lonely and what they're doing uh obviously doing it with your mum at the moment yeah so for those who are doing it on their own and what bit of advice have you got for them like how can they you know you know fill that void of loneliness if you know what I mean yeah so especially if it's business you know there's lots of networking events there's Facebook Facebook have got a group for everything you know if you enjoyed standing on your head and watching telly I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure there's a group Absolutely for that everything. yeah so there's you know for whatever you're interested in but there's so many for business as well you know you've got hundreds of thousands of people, well, you've got billions of people on Facebook, but that congregate in these groups online. So yeah. if you're feeling 
isolated, you can find people online or just get yourself out there. You know, there's Meetup, there's Eventbrite, there's all sorts of stuff. Like the internet is a wonderful place. It's made the world smaller. Yeah. But it also has drawn people apart because people just look at this life that people show others online and it's just a showreel then you don't always see what goes on behind closed doors yeah so it's important to get out and meet people in real life so find out what's going on in your local area and get out there meet people you know but in terms of it's like if it was business there's lots of business events there's property events yeah and if you're feeling uncomfortable with going to those sorts of things, go and look for the other person that looks uncomfortable. Yeah. And then if you help them, you know, just go and make them feel comfortable. You'll help yourself as well. It's one of those yeah. things, isn't it? If you lift others, you lift yourself. I think it's about putting yourself out of your comfort zone. And, you know, the more times you can do that, the easier it's going to get. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think for, for what you're doing as well with the coaching aspect, uh, I'm, I'm guessing you come across that quite a lot with people who are doing it solo and they just haven't got you know, the confidence to go out there and meet people. Because I think coming back to like the technology side of things, as, yeah. you, as you mentioned just before, like people hide behind technology yeah. nowadays. And I think the emotional intelligence is starting to lack in people's lives. So, you know, how can we get that back? Yeah. <laughs> that is the question. Like, And I think the only way to do that is put yourself out of your comfort zone yeah. and keep going to these different events. Yeah, and go and meet people and observe how others behave and act yeah. and draw upon that for yourself. You know, people, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes, but you're right about there being a lack of emotional intelligence. How, yeah. do, how do you handle all of these new feelings and emotions that are going on especially when you're starting a new business you you do you feel a bit lost you're making a transition from if you're corporate to working on your own you go and then you go to a networking event and it seems like everyone knows each other yeah so it feels like a little cult almost sometimes yeah like being the new kid in school but you can overcome that you know you're you're an adult you're a grown person yeah and you can draw on the inner resources that you have yeah i actually did a, a video on emotional intelligence for my my mentorship group yeah and they were like ah yeah we need more of this <laughs> and people don't realize that they do need it no, that's the thing no and that's that's the thing it's the most important thing is to understand who you are yeah why you do what you do and that will help you to go and meet those other people that yeah. you want to meet because you'll be of a similar kind of mindset yeah yeah no, that's pretty cool. So tell us a little bit more as well, because obviously you live in a beautiful country outside the UK. I do. Mallorca. Yes. So tell us a little bit how you got out there and, you know, you must be living this luxury life out there, have you? Oh, well, you know. <laughs> um, Mallorca has, was actually the first place I ever went to abroad. <coughs> we went to Alcudia when I was 11. Very nice. Um, but I've not lived there since I was 11. So, yeah, it was, I didn't actually realise it was the first place I went to abroad. But I got there on a plane. <laughs> um, but eight and a half years ago, I'd just had enough of my job in London. Um, I was miserable. And I thought, fuck this. Um, I went on holiday. I was staying for three months. And then eight and a half years later, I'm still, wow. <laughs> still in the country. Yeah. So, so the one-way ticket wasn't planned? No. No, I planned. Happened. Yeah, I planned on coming back. I thought, yeah. right, I need to go. So the year before, two thousand and ten, I'd wanted to go travelling, and my friends, like, they backed out, right. and so I felt like I couldn't go. And then I spent another year in London working this job where I was miserable, and I was like, well, 
I can't rely on other people to look after me or to make me happy. I have to do that myself. Yeah. So I just, yeah, we booked this holiday, us and the girls, and they were always coming back. And I was staying for three months and I was staying, I think I stayed for six, came back for three or four months. I was yeah. like, I can't do this, it's cold, it's miserable, get me back on the plane. And then I just went back and, yeah, lived, lived, the, lived the dream, as it were, for a while. So was you, when you went out there to work then, obviously to start with it was a holiday. Yeah. I'm guessing did you get kind of like bad jobs and stuff like that just to keep you afloat? Yeah. Essentially. So funnily enough, I was actually talking to a friend yesterday. He said, oh, are you in York? So he's like 40 minutes from him. Yeah. I used to run his bar because we, he was one of the first people I met in the first job. So I went to Magaluf, went to party, went to enjoy myself and it was great fun. And But he was one of the first people I met and have been friends with ever since, even yeah. though he moved back. And yeah, I was managing his bar for years and just got to a point, like after four years of constant, like day in, day out party, sunshine. Takes it, it takes it out. It stress on the body. Yeah. I mean, I was still going to the gym every now and then, <laughs> but I kind of realized um, at one point that my life needed to change. I wanted to make people feel good and not, yeah. not give them a hangover. <laughs> I'm sure you gave out plenty of hangovers while she's out there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong; it was fun, and I wouldn't change it. Yeah, it's given me a lot of experience. You know, meeting new people, moving country, figuring things out. You know, learning the language, yeah. looking after yourself, and all of that. But I, yeah, I really realised that I couldn't carry on my life that way, um, yeah. and went and retrained as a PT, which is still a massive part of my life. Um, well, that's something we'll touch on as well soon as well, health and fitness. And, yeah. Um, but just kind of carrying on from, from where you are there, because obviously we're called the Property Nomads. Yep. Uh, hence the nomads came from all of us, you know, me, Rachel and Rob, we all, you know, got a travelling background. Yeah. And I think let's talk a little bit about the travelling aspect and how it's, that's changed your life, because obviously from my perspective, I travelled, you know, about 14 countries, I think it was in two and a half years. And at that point in my life before I set off travelling, yeah. I was at a kind of a stumbling block in my life where I didn't really know what I wanted to do in life. Right. You know, I was going from job to job, uh, not really sticking to anything. Um, so the traveling just give me that basically life skills, the independence, you know, financial management, yep. you know, learning how to get yourself from point to A to B. point B. Yeah. You know, so in another language. Yeah. And, and being able to, you know, deal with day to day issues of, you know, language barriers or, you know, little things like that. But you don't realize how much or how many skill sets that you acquire from, from going on traveling. So yeah. talk a little bit about obviously traveling, how that's changed your perception on life or yeah. you know your work ethic or other things as well. It makes me do anything. Like I don't hold back. I was like, if you don't try, you don't know. Yeah. And even though like, I just got on the plane to Mallorca, it was only the next year I went to Thailand on my own. And I didn't realize, like, I didn't realize all of this at the time because yeah. someone said to me, "Oh, you know, you're really brave going and doing that on your own." I didn't, I didn't think about it. I suppose it's slightly different from a, a guy's perspective to a woman's, isn't it? Yeah. Because you know? there is a, at the end of the day, there's, there's always going to be danger out there, no yeah. matter what. But I think it's just that perception of, "Oh, you're a woman that mm -hmm. you shouldn't be doing it on your own." I mean, I've done it on my own as well, and yeah. I, I think if you've got your wits about you, and you know, you, sensible. You, yeah, you're sensible. You, you'll stay Common safe. Sense. Yeah, exactly. But it's like learning about who you are and that you can stick up for yourself not put yourself into situations trust your gut because that's very rarely wrong yeah. you know don't just get twisted up in this whirlwind or yeah. tornado or whatever and 
for me, it's taught me that I can do more than I ever thought possible because if I can go and get on a plane, I can go and do anything. Um, meeting new people, communication skills, like just being able to talk to anyone, talk to yeah. strangers. And that's, that again comes back to that loneliness stuff. You know, I went away, didn't realise actually I'm, I'm away from home, I'm away from my friends. I'm actually quite lonely. So what did you do? What did you do about it? Go out and meet people. Go out and meet people. Um, Put so yourself out there. Yeah, so, you know, getting out of my comfort zone and then being able to apply that to business now. Yeah. Just going, well, I can I can do anything. I can talk to anyone. I've got those skills. I've got navigation. I'm able to look at stuff and just know that it's right by trusting myself. Yeah. It's not, I don't think, well, I do think everyone... Everyone should go travelling. Hundred <laughs> percent, I agree with that. Yeah, it, I definitely it, do. Agree. It does. It teaches you so much about yourself and gives you this life experience that you wouldn't have if you yeah. were just in your job. I used to, th- I genuinely used to think anybody because I'm from London. Anybody that was from London didn't want to live in London was batshit crazy yeah. and needed help. And now I'm like, that's the last place I ever want to live. <coughs> I think there's just a lot going on. I mean, it depends on you know what you like in life. Yeah. You know, it depends what type of person you are. I think, but when you go traveling, you know, you can get have every aspect. You can have the city life, you can have the rural life, you yeah. can have the quiet life, and that does sometimes lead into loneliness. But yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of transferable skills, you know, from what you acquire from traveling to what you can actually apply in business yep. and just day to day life as well. Yeah. You know, so. Loads. Like yeah. planning, being able to know that you've got this to do, that to do, that to get to there, to get to yeah. wherever, and put, putting it all together. And like you say, financial management, like you've got so much money. Yeah. Do you need to work your way around or have you got enough money? Like budgeting, like it's so fucking boring, but it's, it's got to be so done. necessary. Yeah, 100%. So necessary. And I think that's one of the biggest things I took away was the financial management because I used to be terrible with money when I was younger. Right. You know, just throw money at everything. But going traveling, it really made me, you know, kind of look at my my outgoings and really think, well, hang about, if I want to get to destination B, you know, I've got to spend X, Y, and Z yep. in order to get there. You know, am I going to have to stop off and work for maybe a couple of weeks? Or yep. So it helps you just get into that financial management headspace, if you like. Yeah, and independence. Yeah. And then knowing that actually everything's going to be okay. Yeah. I have to spend that money, so where will I, where will I find that money? It's the same for yeah. me now. If I want to do something, if I've decided it's happening, you better believe me it's happening. So I find a way to make the money. Yeah, I suppose that coincides well with a kind of a little conversation we can venture off to is is a law of attraction, you yeah. know, about putting yourself out there. Because I think when you're in that situation, I mean, I didn't really understand the concept of the law of attraction. I'd not even, you know, no. read the books and stuff when I was traveling. But I think when you have that kind of right mindset where you're like, right, well, I actually want to get to this country, but I haven't got enough money, so I need to start acquiring the money. But I want it that much. Yeah. You've got that burning desire, if you like, yeah. that you do acquire it. So yeah. that is law of attraction, you know, so, and understanding that when you're not actually read the books and, you know, so what was your experience of that? You just, I think if you th- just think something, it's not going to happen. But if you put, put something out there, you'll work towards making it happen because that's what you want. And if that's what you want, you're going to go after it and make, make, and make it. Mm-hmm. Like when I first read the secret I thought what a load of fluff yeah put it down after about five pages I was like this is fucking ridiculous like go away <laughs> rah rah yeah. yes people yeah, call yeah, it yeah it's like this is like you should have seen it's very far-fetched though isn't it? you should have Just... seen my face like it was it was <laughs> what's the film then I'm, I'm all right <laughs> um 
it was that and I, I didn't I didn't get that but I'd seen it in action but mm. not really knowing I had a, I remember having a really in-depth off my face chat in Magaluf with one of my good friends about this <coughs> and I was thinking about him and he phoned me I was like I was just thinking about you he was like that's the universe pal I was like oh right so anyway we met up and we just ended up chatting about how the universe gives you think about something and you start to make things happen because you're working towards it so I wanted a different life so I got on a plane and then even then there like I wanted to see more so I went to Thailand and then when I was in Thailand I did all of this stuff and experienced things that you know you can't capture on a on a phone or on camera and that's the other side of traveling like you'll just have the most incredible experiences with people who want to experience that sort of life as well but like the law of attraction it works for you if you work for it yeah and that's what i found especially more recently since i've decided that i've made the decision this is happening then i've made it happen yeah and have you found that things then start gravitating towards your opportunities people who then introduce it to other people and yeah yeah. You, you put it out there whether it's verbally or you think about it like the dreams are having nuts and then something else happens but it's that like raising your vibration yeah it's that you frequency put, you give off yeah you put yourself on a different plane yeah and you you do you attract what you are yeah. and what you want to be rather than like when I was miserable what did I do I spent time with miserable people <laughs> who were broke and lived for the weekend yeah now i spend time with people who want more from life and don't just live for the weekend and okay some people are still miserable yeah (laughs) you know you can't be happy all of the time but it's funny you say that because when i was traveling um when i first initially went i was in that kind of party mood as you do i was only 24 year old so still had that party animal stuck inside of me so as I was traveling, I was attracting other people that wanted to party, mm-hmm. you know, and because I was giving out that frequency, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. But then as I started getting a little bit more spiritual, if you like, as cliche as that sounds, yeah. um, that's when I started attracting a different kind of demographic, if you like. Yeah. And I was attracting people who were more open-minded, who didn't really drink, they were vegans and stuff yeah. like that. And that's what kind of gave me a total different perception about, you know, my understanding of my intuition, myself, you know, my my abilities to look at things in a different light yeah and that's where i got that kind of different yeah just that different kind of well pretty much as cliche as it does sound i'd pretty much found myself in that moment and then found meditation and stuff but that's because the frequency i was given off at that particular time yeah so and it does it, it brings you people yeah if you want to find something you have to put yourself on that level yeah it's what's that that quote you can't fix a problem on the same level of frequency that you created it. Yeah. So, well, then that makes perfect sense. 100%, yeah. So if you're looking for something more, you have to be something more. Yeah. And then you do, you find those people, they come to you. It's like, over the past two years, if two years ago, you said I'd be doing what I'm doing now, I'd have laughed in your face. <laughs> even then, because it, but even then I was going through this like change and I'd, yeah. I've always, wanted to do more and I've been working for myself and like in Mallorca and like you know doing all of these things but not to the right people and not to the right end game yeah but then I was thinking right what do I really want what do we want what do we want to create what is life 
Well, what, well, I still don't know the meaning, the answer to that. Does anyone? Well, I suppose you could just keep asking that question and <laughs> yeah. never find the definitive answer, really. Right. Depends what you're searching for. But it depends, exactly, it depends what you're searching for and it depends on your, your definition of it. Yeah. It's like every person's definition of success is different. Like what's, what that means to me is different to what it means to someone else. One yeah. of my oldest friends, she's got the house, she's getting married, she's got three kids and that's what she wanted. Mm. I couldn't imagine anything worse, <laughs> like at this point in my life, because that's not what I wanted. Yeah, I'm happy doing what I'm doing and creating this successful world for myself and my my people. So it's different. It's and that's okay. Yeah, I think it is. Society needs that balance at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, if everyone was you know like us entrepreneurs and you know wanted to create these big businesses and stuff, then. It'd be, be in our room. Yeah, because there'd be that many successful people, it'd be hard to get what you want well, in life. Yeah. You so, couldn't leverage. Exactly, because everyone else would be leveraging. Exactly. So <laughs> where are the people to leverage to? Very true. But some people are happy, like knowing what they, they want to do. I went to a family party recently and they're like, oh, we're really proud of you and all of this and I'm telling them what we're up to and what we're doing. And one of them was saying, I just, I, I couldn't, like I can do that, like yeah. the uncertainty. I like knowing what I've got coming in, what I'm doing, where I'm going, like, and that, and that, and that was it. And that's, yeah, it's that comfort blanket as yeah. well, and people. They, they were happy with that, and they're happy with their life. They're like, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, and that's great. And that's what it comes down to at the end of the day is happiness. At the end of the day, you know, if they're happy doing what they're doing, then, you know, that, that's, that, that's that, great. Their definition of success will be happiness. Uh, yeah. You know, and I think that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. But the likes of us and I'm sure people out there will listen to this episode it's yeah people want more and that's there's not a problem with that no there's no right or wrong no it's just it's it's all about you you are the center of your universe yeah and that's okay because if you're not looking after yourself first how are you supposed to be the best parent the best business person the best person to everyone in your life if you're not looking after you and that's the bit I can't quite understand and people like just putting others first constantly like yeah. 20 you can take 20 minutes a day to do something for yourself to get your head in the right space to be successful if it's that helping others is your purpose well that's why it's good what you're doing uh, as, as a coach essentially because some people don't understand that you mm. know they, they put other people first instead of themselves and i think you can't actually help other people until you help yourself first. No, you can't. That, that is the, you know, the essence of life, essentially. That you is... know, if you can't help yourself, then you can't help other people because at the end of the day, you're not going to give off that right frequency. So, yeah. you know. That's what um, Rob told me in Dubai. And he was like, and ever since then, I'm like, right, okay, I'll come first. Yeah. You know, he's like, you, I get what you want to do and what, what you want to create, but you can't do that if you are not sorted first. Yeah. So. And I'm... it's so easy to do that nowadays, you know, most people, you know, help other people before they help themselves. I mean, I'll hold my hands up to it. You know, years ago before I went traveling, mm. I was just, I was that person. I yeah. was always giving, 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 but not thinking about myself first. Yeah. You know, and I think sometimes you, I think Rob Moore says you've got to be selfish to be to selfless. Be selfless, yeah, you know, absolutely. And, it, and it's so true because as soon as you do that, that's when you're going to start attracting, you know, so much, you know, prosperity in your life and yeah. happiness essentially. Yeah. And then other, you know, you're helping yourself, you lift yourself, then you're lifting others and then everyone gets lifted together. Exactly. That sounds really soppy, but... <laughs> Cliche. We're going deep on this uh, on this interview, aren't we? Well, I suppose uh, we've spoken a little bit about travelling there and 
you know, I am a massive advocate of travelling. So if anyone out there who's listening, who's on the on the sidelines and thinking they want to go travelling, 100% do it. And yeah, I, I'm sure Natalie will agree with that. Because uh, at the end of the day, it will change your life for the better and give you that life skills that yeah. you need to, to help change your life. And you get to experience different cultures yeah. and... That's what I really like about it is seeing the best of that and bringing yeah. that back to my life, and then what I can use from that in my business and to help my people. Yeah, and the food. Oh, the food's amazing. <laughs> What's your favourite cuisine? Oh, I, I I couldn't just pick one. I'd say I'd probably say Thai. Thai's like my Thai first. I love hot food. Anything hot and spicy, mm. that's my go-to. Yeah, I ate a lot in Thailand. But the thing a is, lot. though. When you go over there, it must be something to do with the spice because everyone is so skinny. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's like the the genetics or whatever, but I mean, I'm, I'm not exactly tall and I felt pretty tall there, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's the, the way they, they grow the food and the amount they eat. Um, and how and, hard they work, and, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the actual diet. It's, it's odd when you see larger um, Asian yeah, people it's, because it's not in their genetics. Well, usually it's a sign of wealth if... You know, if someone's yeah, on the larger yeah. side, because they're well-fed, essentially, so in they can afford more. In certain cultures, yeah. It's like so, in Greece. Yeah. Yeah. Like so it's if, interesting, If isn't the it? guy isn't fat, fat, you know. Large. Rotund. <laughs> 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 it's, it's a sign that, one, they're not, their woman's not looking after them oh, as yeah. well. But that's their culture. That's so I suppose it'll take a nice time to health and fitness then. Yeah. <laughs> a good way to travel into that. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about your yeah, health and fitness thing. Because obviously you mentioned earlier that you're a qualified personal trainer, I'm which indeed. I am as well, by the way, to throw it in there. About that. Um, but how, you know, how have you incorporated that in your day-to-day routine and, and how does it help you in business? Okay, so um, with my coaching, we teach health, wealth and happiness because they are the three points of the triangle that make up life and um, not the Bermuda Triangle this is so you don't get lost <laughs> <laughs> okay cool and and without going to the gym I lose the plot so it's not just about the physical aspect and how you look although that plays a part in it it helps keep me sane and when I did my PT qualification I did exercise referral as well so I got a diploma in that so that it can work with people with certain medical conditions. So yeah. it helps with depression, all sorts of mental illness, and as well as, you know, physical things. But it's having that in, one, it's me time. I don't have to talk to anyone because I spend a lot of my time talking to people, which is great. I love it, but I need that kind of go away. Like that this, separation. This, yeah, like we were saying, you know, that bit of selfishness yeah. to be selfless. So... I like to start my day in the gym by lifting heavy things up and putting them back down again. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Good way to look at it. Yeah. And it puts me in the right frame of mind. It, When you look good, you feel good. You hold yourself better. When your clothes fit you well, you stand more confidently. Yeah. You know, you, you just kind of ooze this confidence yeah. because you are looking after yourself and you're putting your body you've got one body why would you not look after it yeah what well, i i look at some people maybe in a judgmental way you know everybody judges and that's that's just part of life but i think if you can't look after yourself how are you supposed to look after the people in your life your business and yeah. everything that goes with it if you can't you've got one body you need to look after it i'm not saying 
never drink, go to the gym four hours a day and do yeah. like, so it takes over. It's incorporating it into your life in a way that one, you'll enjoy it and two, that works for you. So people that I know, they like, you're mad. Like I, I, like, I like to lift very, very heavy because I see it as a challenge and I enjoy yeah. that. Put, but running, no thank you. He's <laughs> <laughs> actually saying, um, when I was doing my personal training, what was it? Um, F cardio, get massive. Yep. They'll run away from you. <laughs> Good point. And, uh, I think that's brilliant. Uh, yeah, yeah, why not? And I'm here while we don't run. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> you run into the action. If you Millwall, God. Yeah. But yeah, and I agree with you because at the end of the day, I mean, uh, health and fitness is a massive passion of mine. And I think yeah. if I don't start the day with some sort of health and fitness, whether it's stretching, mm -hmm. running, you know, lifting heavy weights in the gym. Yeah. I don't feel as though my day flows as, well. as smoothly as it should, no. you know, because the, the kind of, the energy is not, I just don't feel as I've got enough energy to sustain me throughout the day. Yeah. You know, fair enough, when you take days off, you need your days off. Um, and if you don't have your days off, then that can actually have a, a counter effect. Yeah. But yeah, I think if, this, if you start your day like that and you, you've got a little morning routine to back it up, then you're going to have a good day. You're yeah. Gonna, yeah. It's like making the bed. Yeah. You've won just because you've done that one thing. And exercise, it's, it helps your brain to function correctly because you are moving oxygen around your body. So you're feeding the brain what it needs and the endorphins and yeah. the hormones and all of that. And it is like, if I, wherever I travel to, I find a gym. Yeah. Like I found a gym and the guy who owns this gym, one Miss Universe, like, I don't know how many times, like, Wow. Big guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's, but it's my kind of gym. Like, yeah. it's just spin sawdust. Yeah. It's the old fantastic. school gyms that yeah. are actually the best. I, I yeah. much prefer an old school gym than these all, all the commercialised ones, yeah. to be honest. But I'll find a gym wherever I go because that's important to me. Yeah. And to anyone listening, I'm not telling you to go and lift up heavy things. Just find something that works for you, whether yeah. that's a 20 minute walk in the morning. I love yoga which is helps when you yeah. lift up things. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the heavyweights that you lift. Yeah. I did um, four reps, 100 kilo deadlift today. Congratulations. That is that yeah. is heavy. Yeah. Very heavy. I'm only five Especially foot Especially for the size. I'm only say, five yeah, foot three. For the size here, definitely. <laughs> that is incredible, actually. Yeah. But I think, yeah, it's 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 essential. At the end of the day, like you said, there's no right or wrong way of looking at it. It's no. just finding what resonates more with yourself, you know. And, yeah. you know, if that is going for a 20-minute walk, or going for a run, yep. or lifting heavy weights, trampolining. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many different things salsa, you can do. You know, there's just it just move your body. Yeah, we've got muscles and joints for a reason. We yeah. weren't made to sit on our backsides. No, and 100%. do nothing. I know exactly why you lift heavy weights as well. <laughs> it releases more endorphins and it releases more growth hormone in the body as well, which promotes more growth throughout the body. So, yep, that's exactly why. Which then goes out into. The world, back about law of attraction, yep. the mindset, you've got you have a growth mindset. And then the more consistent I am with my training, the more <coughs> successful I am in my business yep. and the happier I am, which is why we have health, wealth and happiness because they're all interlinked. 100%. I, I totally agree with that. At the end of the day, if you've got a healthy mind, that's usually comes through a healthy body. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't eat cake. Oh, no. Like... 100% I love cake. Yeah. It's, it's moderation at the end of the day. And it's, you know, you get all these fad diets and stuff that are about nowadays and, oh, what's the next big thing? Oh, all this kind of stuff. And it's, well, actually do what you want to do yeah. and oh. be flexible. And what works for your yeah. body. What works for one person won't necessarily work for another. Exactly. And 
Your body needs carbohydrates. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> deprive yourself of carbohydrates God. just because of diet says. I did a, a three-day fast. It worked out actually at 84 and a half hours, followed by a three-day juice detox. Wow. Gonna um, just, just for people who are listening and we don't yeah. understand what that is, just explain, because obviously I know what it was and what yeah. you did, but just explain to them exactly what it entailed. So it was no food, so nil by mouth apart from water, for... Th- 84 and a half hours I did wow. and I kept myself busy it was the second time I did it so this this particular time I'm talking about it was easier because I knew what to expect but it taught me that your body doesn't need as much as you think it does it's the discipline that mind over matter you you don't need to eat as much shit as you put into your body yeah. so it taught me a lot about that the discipline um, I still trained not like heavy though but like lighter yeah because I needed to oh, I was climbing the walls and and then I did a three-day juice detox which was a set different juices to get the right nutrients to help clear your system yeah um so that was like six days so that was back to back you did that yeah wow. of no chewing <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you by the was it Sunday I was like I need carbs I was like I need some carbs so I had I had a bowl of pasta and it was beautiful and I felt absolutely incredible I was gonna say though you must have been like not off the toilet after three days not eating no it was fine but then three days of just eating juice yeah well no I pee all the time anyway because <laughs> I drink so much water like I'm used to that but no I was just like by the end of it I like I need to chew I need carbs like yeah. your body needs carbohydrates and for all of this don't eat like carbs That's insane. so how did you feel at the end of that six days once you actually finished that i mean i can imagine the accomplishment yeah was just amazing i was really how proud of myself for having the discipline to do it and not and not giving in because there were times where i thought oh fuck it i just i don't need to do this but the reason i didn't was because it's part of a fitness challenge and the accountability <coughs> and i was leading i'm leading the group right you got to lead from the front I thought, if I give in, what are these people going to think for the rest yeah. of the month? It's a role model at the end of the day. Yeah, so I didn't, and I did it. And I felt really, not just proud, but my body felt good. I felt together. Yeah. I felt, that's that's how I felt. I felt, I had loads of energy. I felt really together, but I really enjoyed chewing that pasta. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose at the end of that six days, though, once you've actually achieved something like that, yeah. like, it would have been so hard to eat bad foods. Because you've you know you've gone through that six days, so you think, well, I don't want to waste it now. Yeah. You know, so I can imagine after that, you was like, right, I'm going to eat good foods now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you discipline yeah. yourself to stick to it. Yeah, and and that was like the month before Vegas, so I didn't even have any pizza, and pizza's my favourite. Wow. Yeah. See, I, I think after something like that, six days in a row, you just want to eat pizza afterwards, don't you? Yeah. Like well, that's in your mindset, yeah. but then part of you would have been like, well, no, don't, don't do it. But I didn't. That wasn't what I wanted. I wanted the carbs. I know past um, pizza is, but and I had that, and I felt amazing. My body did what it needed to do. I felt great. So, if you want to give yourself a mental challenge as well as a physical one, that's definitely one to look up and get medical advice from. Yeah. I am not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure you always checking that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'd love to give that some, give that a go. To be honest with you. So I might have to pick your brains on exactly what I need to do because yeah. I think that'd be great to just detox the body and. I yeah. think yeah, that discipline. I think it'd be great to, it teaches, to challenge yourself. It teaches you so much. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna do it again next month. Because they do say actually, you're meant to do that every 
every every three months. Is it every three months? Yeah, isn't it? you could do it once a month. I thought about doing it once a month, but then yeah. October, the beginning of October, I was like, no way. Yeah, you don't do that, especially on your birthday. No, October. Like, I, I <laughs> it's allow, all about that I, balance. I allow myself to eat whatever I want in October. Yeah. And I still train eight times a week. Eight times a week? Eight different workouts. So do you actually get a day off in between that? Yeah, Sunday. Right. Or so Sunday's your wh- day of whatever, rest. whatever day I happen to. If, I'm, if I don't do, I don't like to miss a Monday, but if I don't train on a Monday, that's my day off. Right. Six days, do push-pull legs, push-pull legs, at least two hit sessions. And then 10,000 steps a day. God, you're crazy. I know. absolutely love it. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose though, once you actually get into the health and fitness space and it becomes a big part of your life, you, you never lose it. No. It's just like anything, isn't it? You know, once you learn how to drive a car, you never forget how to use yeah, it. Yeah, muscle memory. You know? and it's, yeah, and it's the same with, with health and fitness. Sometimes I go through stages where I'll probably have like a week off yeah. because I've just, I, lose, I lose interest, I lose my spark, I lose everything. But I think that's your body's way of saying, right, you have need a, a bit break. Of, yeah, you yeah. just have a time off. Just and I think sometimes your body needs that length of time to fully recover. Yeah. Because even two days back to back, it's not actually enough for your body to recover. No. You know, that's why it. you need to separate up your workouts and yeah. what you're doing. You should know that as a training exactly. Team. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. A bit of advice for a few listeners out there. So, but yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit more about the coaching. Anyway, I'm quite interested to you about the coaching. Okay. So yeah. So we help people with their self belief mindset overcoming self-doubt, putting themselves out there, making more money because of it. <coughs> and the gold got is gold star life because um, everyone wants a gold star in primary school. Yep, so that's true. It's all about um, rewards, basically. Yeah. And health, wealth and happiness. And it links back to that confidence and having the confidence to go out there and that self-belief to be successful in whatever way that is to you. Yeah. And to, But in order to to create what you want to create. And I really, really enjoy it. It's really rewarding. It's it's hard work because you're dealing with people who have these issues and these things to overcome. But once you see the change in the, the people having these breakthroughs and it's just, it's incredible. Yeah, I can imagine. And they come, they overcome these things. And from one of my clients, he never wanted to tell anyone what he'd done. And he's got, it's, been in property for years and years and years didn't want to come across as bragging and that sort of yeah. thing and now host a networking event and that's just through working on himself yeah building himself up talking to the right people having that belief that i i have permission to do this so many people don't give themselves permission yeah and that's what i help people to do to allow them to live that life that they deserve to live because yeah. you don't have to be miserable and broke you can be happy and make a shitload of money as well. I suppose it comes down to, I can imagine some people, you know, they care about what people think about them. Yeah. And I can imagine that's a common thing that you come yep. across. Yeah, fear of judgment. Yeah. Massive. Massive. And it ruins people's lives because then they don't do anything yeah. and they stay still. But when you stop thinking about other people and having that need for external validation and it comes from you your life gets so much better and then you attract more of what you want into your yeah. life because you're emanating these vibes of I believe in me and then when you believe in you other people start to yeah. believe in you and that comes across so like new new business owners new people new to property 
they worry about what agents are going to say why will someone invest in me I'm new to this I don't know anything but you've but you've got that advantage that you're new that you're passionate that you've just fresh off a training course so you've got all of the knowledge fresh in your mind yeah you're you've met some other great people and you can put all of that into practice and agents don't eat you agents need you as much as they need as you need them you think that though when you first start don't you, you do <laughs> but it's helping those people to overcome that yeah and to get those deals over the line and if you don't believe in what you're saying and your message and your ethos and you haven't got that bit down then you won't get those deals and you won't be successful and you won't make the money because yeah. that's what you're putting out that's what's coming across i don't believe in me which so, says it goes back to what we were saying earlier if they don't focus on yourself yeah you know how are you going to help other people if you don't help yourself first you can't. so again it just comes back into that circle doesn't it, at the end of the yeah. day and this is the bit that helps with everything I'm making hand gestures for those of you listening. <laughs> I like to gesticulate. You've got this business idea and you've got this self-belief. You you think the idea will work, but you don't fully believe in yourself to push it forwards. Yeah. So what's the best way to push something forwards? Is to get help. So if you get your mindset right, you get the help, you get the accountability, you get the kick up the arse and the hand-holding then you'll make this idea into reality yeah. because you've got the self-belief. It goes hand in hand. People like, they'll spend money on something that will make them money without thinking that actually you are what will make you money. Yeah. You and your mindset is the thing and the most important thing to invest in so that you can create this domino effect of success and wealth. I always say it's, um, if you don't take the action, you won't gain the traction. That's very cheesy, but it's true. <laughs> it's true though, I know, 100%. At the end yeah. of the day, it's all about, you know, putting them, the, the puzzle together, essentially, and, yeah. and making it work and taking the action. Yeah, and don't worry if there's a missing piece. Like, create a new piece. Exactly, but there's always going to be a missing piece somewhere, but it's about, you know, going out there and finding it. Yeah. And putting the pieces back together again. Yeah, and puzzles are fun. And that's the thing, see it as fun. Yeah. Something as creative and use your imagination and finding the solution is a challenge but it's fun you know the the solution's there if you've got a problem the solution's already there you just haven't found it yet yeah it can't exist your problem cannot exist without the solution Absolutely. it's just impossible so see it as a as a game see it as a piece of fun and you'll find the solution and then with that solution you'll probably find another problem <laughs> exactly but that's that's entrepreneurship yeah you're always you know searching and solving yeah that is exactly what you do that's the beauty of life exactly so tell me a little bit about your um your retreat that you've recently done yeah so the retreats next year yeah so you've not actually done it yet. no right so we've put it together everything's in place to yeah. go to go for next year and that is the health wealth and happiness yeah mastermind retreat where we work on yourself um, your self-belief, your confidence. We've got confidence building workshops, but also incorporating that fitness side um, and then that getting to know yourself, that connection, that meditation, yoga, um, to make sure you're in tune with yourself and then working on the next 12 months of how you're going to be successful and create this balance of health, wealth and happiness going forwards. So, yeah. And that's in Mallorca nice yeah beautiful setting with some amazing people where you make friends for life 
And I think by doing something like that, because I think if you get out the country, yeah, you know, you get out that yeah. kind of comfort. Yeah, I think that massively helps to to get in the right kind of brain space. Yeah, and to help you, you know, get more creative. And you know, if you want to start doing your setting your goals for the next year, it's it just gives you that brain space to do that. You need to be somewhere that you're inspired. Yeah. with like-minded people. So we went to we went on the Cayman Legacy um, last year. It was in Dubai, and this year was Cayman, and being somewhere like that with people who get it, who are there to do the same thing. You know, you've all got this, the end goal is to create your successful business plan and life. But obviously each each business and each person's individual. But when you're there in that kind of setting, you're away from your day-to-day life. You haven't got the distractions of whatever goes on in your day, day-to-day life. And you're somewhere beautiful and inspired, not, sat on your sofa lounge about kid. watching Netflix yeah exactly that's that's <laughs> not going to get you to where you want to be yeah unless you're watching documentaries but even that's not going to get you yeah, to exactly. where you want to be you need to make a plan and then go and act upon that plan so having done those kind of retreats before I wanted to take that take what I've learned from that and then help people in the same way that I've been helped bring that to the table but then incorporate the other stuff that's really important yeah. the holistic side that bit that will end up making you happier because if you're not working on bits that make you happy as well the rest doesn't work yeah i looked at my diary once and i color code health wealth and happiness i'm looking at my diary and i've got so much work on i'm like where's my happy like this isn't right so like even i need to go back and yeah. reassess and then i started putting this stuff put my happy is yellow in my diary Put, put I seen in, your, your calendar earlier. It was very, very full, yes. very colourful. Yes, <laughs> but it works for me. That's what works for me. So I put more happy in, and lo and behold, I start making more money. Well, there you go. I think that's the uh, key ingredient at the end of the day. Happiness. But I think it's um, that kind of holistic way of looking at things nowadays. It's so openly spoken about now. Yeah. And I think it's becoming um, such a an essential thing to have on a day-to-day basis in your routine yeah um you know whether it's learning about it whether it's you know meditation because i think nowadays mental health is massively spoken about and is yeah. you know there's a there's a lot of issues in mental health yeah um so having something like that and a, a retreat where you can actually go away you know that could be good for mental health as well and anxiety yeah so it's not just good for business no. it's good for people Personal. exactly yeah. so I think it's a, a great idea. And you get everything that you need. And it's having that one-to-one time and the group time to know that you, you're getting what you need. You know, this goes back to the Better Together message. It's a group thing because you'll get so much from other people's sessions yeah. as well as your own. But then you have that personal touch and that one-to-one and access to other people and me and my experts. <laughs> Happy days. Well, anyway, I think we've about time wrapping this up. Okay. Uh, but it's been an absolute pleasure to, to have you on. Thanks. Uh, and it'd be awesome to maybe catch up again at some point and uh, do another interview or when you finally get your podcast out. It's coming. It's coming soon. Have you got soon. an idea, date-wise, when I you're going to I haven't got a date, but it will be very soon. Awesome. This year, I hope. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I don't cross. No, we are making it happen yeah. um, this year. Well, let me know. We'll get something sorted and we can have a, maybe another can interview. Come, maybe you can come to Mallorca. Definitely won't say no to that, 100%. <laughs> no, it's been an absolute pleasure anyway. Um, I'm sure people got a lot of value from that. Um, yeah. So how can people find you? Well, 
if you haven't already been on social media and found me, then you're missing out. <laughs> That's the confidence coming through. Um, so Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Natalie Arabella Bailey. Or if you'd like to join our Facebook group, it's Better Together for Gold Star Life. Awesome. And yeah, people in there increasing their confidence, network and life. Awesome. Well, thanks for having, having uh, thanks for coming on our uh, podcast. For, thanks, for <laughs> I was thanks for having me. Well, I suppose you've, you've actually put me up in your uh, essay. I have. So, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for having me too. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I've really, really enjoyed this. I hope um, that the listeners have as well. And if they've got any questions, if you're listening, you've got any questions, just come find me on social media. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks. All right, guys. Cheers. All the best. Bye. Happy to see you.